at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm your co-host Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Uh, please feel free to email us at success at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Perfect. Good morning, um, Shelby. Did you want to give a little bio about yourself for our listeners, your favorite color, the things that you do on the weekends, your dog preferences, cat preferences, anything you want. Of course. All right. Well, I am Shelby Cook. I'm the founder of Lootly, which is like a tie-dye shop, but I do not only like tie-dye. I um, have a dog. He's a rescue. His name's Oliver. He's a beagle mix, allegedly, but we don't really know what he is. <laughs> um, I My favorite color, great question, probably blue, just because I wear a lot of it. Um, not necessarily because I like how it looks, if that makes sense. I think it's just like a, a easy color to wear. Um, and what was, the, you mentioned one other fun little fact in there. Yeah. What do you like to do on the weekends? Oh, well, <laughs> lately my weekends have looked a little bit different. Um, but if I have done anything, it's been like a outdoor patio, <laughs> which is oh. already my favorite thing in the summer. So, you know, it's, this is really really working out well for me yeah Uh, I was gonna say (laughs) yeah I know I'm really loving the whole like oh well I won't go inside there but we can sit on the patio (laughs) outside anyway um (laughs) so I've been doing a lot of that um but I move into my new apartment a week from yesterday so I'm so wow how has that been I guess with keeping up um with your shop and everything your tie-dye shop um, I mean, it's been good. I'm definitely a little bit busy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's good. That's good. I uh, My sleep schedule is not loving me. Um, hopefully, I'll get into a better routine when I move into a new apartment, just because then I'll have everything like in one space. It'll just be a lot more organized. I already have a huge whiteboard for <laughs> just so I can stay organized with it and like color code everything. Um but yeah, I'm loving it so far. Uh, packing while also tie-dyeing is funny. <laughs> You're like, okay, this has dye on it, but it's okay. It's not going to seep through. But like, if it does something else, I can sell even yeah. better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, it'll all work out. <laughs> Over the course of your time moving and being able to balance um, all the things that you are currently doing, um, has anybody's advice kind of spoke to you in a way that's, you know, helped make this time a little easier? Yeah, absolutely. I think my friends have been really, really helpful just with like 
their advice because, you know, I am interning right now full time remotely. And then um, I'm also doing Lutely right now as well. And so whenever I hang out with them, they're very aware of, um, I guess, just that I'm like probably stressed. (laughs) So whenever they see me, like, I think they make a intent to like not really bring up Lutely um or work like we we barely talk about like lutely which is honestly so healthy for me because it's all I think about the majority of the time so I think just them being there has been super helpful um I know that's not really advice but no yeah but for me that's been like probably the most valuable thing no but it's your support system as well so it's definitely like a part of something that like helps you keep pushing and like motivates you to do the things that you do like on a day-to-day basis so definitely a good support system it sounds that you have yes for sure for sure what kind of interning do you do yeah so I'm my major is um it's a mouthful it's socio-political communication it's just um political science and communication in one major I was originally double majoring with political science and public relations but this major just puts it all into one so um that's what I'm studying but all of my internships have been in marketing. So uh, we'll see what I end up doing once I graduate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so right now I'm working in a marketing department for a pretty corporate company, um, which is interesting. It's definitely, I've worked in an agency before. I've done um, nonprofit work, which I love. Uh, and the more corporate side or business to business is very different. What is your favorite part about doing your internship while, you know, managing that full time along with, you know, tie-dyeing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've definitely found it to be really applicable a lot of the time, um, whether it's with like customer service or um, just like professionalism. So uh, I have a lot of people, for example, that will direct message me um, like pretty like serious questions about their order or... Um, shipping or you know like payment info right <laughs> be like it's so nice to hear from you um and I'll like obviously like be sweet about it but usually email is a better way to communicate um so, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah so I mean that's like probably been a good learning for me because at the beginning if someone was DMing me I would automatically treat it like it was a professional MLA formatted email <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I was, I, honestly, I still am. I still just get excited that anyone, like, wants to talk to me um, or, you know, that anyone likes what we're doing. So it's definitely exciting. But, yeah, my internship has taught me professionalism. And then also um, a lot of it is writing that I'm doing right now. So um, I have fun with that. And I think it transfers into, like, the website for Lutely because, um, like, I write all the content on there, too. That's so awesome. And, like, for me, like, I can totally relate to the professionalism thing. Like, I I love nothing more than a good email, to be honest, <laughs> or even, like, a DM. I write them, like, emails. Probably Sierra's noticed that as well. Everything mm-hmm. I kind of do, I, like, try to do it with, like, the highest level of professionalism. I don't know. Maybe it's because I like that in return. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Um, and I think it's definitely an important aspect to bring into, like, your business. Absolutely. Yes, of course. And, I mean... 
to ha- like how serious can tie dye really be? But, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. So I I try to like still keep it fun. Like I saw I sign all the emails like XOXO and then right. who's ever emailing. But um, <laughs> yeah, like you have to take yourself seriously and then also be like, okay, like <laughs> what am I really doing here? Yeah, like add your own touch to it as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. personalize it. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I live and die by my Google Calendar. <laughs> Google Calendar is pretty nice. I don't really use it that much because I'm really bad at managing my time, but I'm getting better. Something that's in the works takes time. A you desk know, time calendar. To- that's my thing. Yeah. No. Seriously, Google Calendar happened to me probably like <laughs> like 10 years ago, maybe. No. Oh, wow. Six to seven years ago. So I can go back and look at the past six to seven years and know exactly what I was doing like every day. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's kind of cool, though. I know. That's like vlogging. Like some vloggers are like, oh, yeah, I just like if all my videos disappear, I'm not going to ever know what I did. But then you're like, look at your calendar, baby. It's there. (laughs) Mine's color coded. I barely have to read it. I just know, you know, the color. (laughs) (laughs) With being able to... Um, you know, develop that sense of professionalism, yet still playing off of like the fun, quirky aspect of tie dye. What does success mean to you with combining both of those together? Yeah, I mean, right now for me, success is just like enjoying it, um, and making sure that I'm still, you know, enjoying myself with what I'm doing because it's so fun for me to like curate an Instagram and talk to people over DM who like what we're making and create the website and do the pictures. Like that is so fun for me. Um, And so I think it's like, as long as I'm still having fun and I'm still enjoying myself, then that's going to be what I equate success success to. Do you want to take your tie-dye shop to like the next level and like, let's go to stores, you know, all of that type of thing? Or do you kind of just want to keep it like a small business? Um, Is it mostly online? like Instagram or like Etsy? Yeah. So I have a website that I built. Um, so that's where most of our sales come from. Um, yeah, I think I don't see it going into stores just because, because of like the customization of it. Um, especially since we're kind of leaning more towards like embroidery and like really, really personalized loungewear. So that could be kind of hard to transfer to a store. Um, but I obviously would love to grow it as much as possible. So, I mean, when I, hopefully I'll be a little bit, uh, more free within the next few weeks <laughs> and I'll be able to, to look more that way. But yeah, I think just like custom loungewear is where we're headed because tie dye is so, so cute, but it's not going to be around for forever. You know, it's a trend. Right. Um, so I think I think that's kind of a question that a lot of I mean tie dyes everywhere. There's so many tie dyes <laughs> tie dye stores. Um, so I think it's kind of a question that like all of us are going to be asking. Like, you know, do we stop when people don't want to wear bright colors all the time, or do we, um, you know, switch to something else? Do we just follow the trends? Um, I think that's something that everyone's going to be kind of wondering. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that probably like would cross a lot of like small businesses minds especially like um in like that are producing kind of like tie-dye right now um or focusing on that just because now that I think about it you're right like 
I mean, like maybe 10, 20 years ago, you know what I mean? We had like that wave of tie dye and now it's like kind of come back in that way and also like bright colors, but you never really know, I guess, like what's going to change in like a couple of years, a couple of months. So you always kind of have to be like ready to adapt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I guess how has your like experience been with like having to adapt and switch kind of um, like the products that you're producing and everything and trying to mm-hmm. sell? Yeah. So, I mean, going into it, I, um, I didn't really mean to do like a tie dye store. Okay. <laughs> we sell jewelry too, but it's primarily tie dye. Um, so I didn't really mean to, I just, I had, uh, been obviously I'd had internships before but I wanted to know if I could actually like do what I'd been doing an internship successfully um so I built a website because I wanted to learn how to run Facebook ads um created a logo like I did the whole thing because I wanted to know if I was you know kind of as good at what I um had been doing in internships as I hoped that I was so I uh created the website, Instagram, um, started building from there. And I had been tie-dyeing because I really, really thought it was so cute, but I had a hard time um, finding tie-dye that I thought was like wearable and um, not, I don't know. I liked how the pastel tie-dye looked and Mm -hmm. I liked um, how the like less bright, bright colors looked because I personally just couldn't see myself wearing like this hot pink and red and orange set to you know target (laughs) Um, because that's just not exactly like what my style is like but it is like it's perfect for so many people for me I can't do it I feel ridiculous so I was I started making pastel tie-dye for myself because you know I thought okay I can wear this like I don't feel silly I feel I feel cute um, and I don't feel like everyone's looking at me in Target, like, what is that girl wearing? <laughs> so I, um, started making that, that ended up being what the site was going to have on it, um, along with jewelry as well, just because I wear so much jewelry that it seemed like a good fit. Um, and then, I mean, from there, it's just kind of grown. Well, that's so awesome to see how like um, you were able to kind of customize it and everything to your liking as well and make it your own in that way. Because there are like, as we've been talking about, there are a lot of shops right now that are doing tie dye and everything. Um, but sometimes, yeah, like colors can be too much. Like I totally relate to that. I don't think I could go out in like a bright orange, like even if it's loungewear or anything, like I don't think I could do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like I, I think sets too, like this, that's where you really see the difference. Um, just cause like a pastel set is very different from like a hot red set, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> totally see that. Yeah. I think it's also unique that you do choose to kind of cater to yourself <laughs> and really be like authentic with all of the things that you do because it is something that you would wear. And that means like it transfers like into you being like immensely proud of what you do because you're like, oh, yeah, I look good in this, so other people. Instead of literally just doing what other people want to see, you're able to, like, take your own thoughts in your own mind and be proactive. Thanks. Yeah, no, I really, I definitely went into it being like, okay, well, I'll wear this, so hopefully other people will. Um, because I don't know. I don't want to make anything that I don't, like, truly, truly love. Um and, like, the quality, too. Like, me trying to pick out 
a pair of sweatpants to sell was ridiculous. Like, I probably went through, like, 10, 10 to 15 different pairs of sweatpants to figure out which one was, like, my favorite and the best one to tie-dye. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication. (laughs) Really, it is. And it's, like, being able to create that sense of security with, like, your brand makes other people feel a lot more comfortable and secure shopping with you because they're, like, it's always going to be, like, good quality and from the heart and not just because you want to, you know, waste time and, like, get money. You're, like, Mm -hmm. using it as, like, a hobby and a way to get money, I presume, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, you know, they say if you're good at something, find a way to make money from it and you're set for life. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, like I said, I kind of went into it just being like, okay, I want to learn and make sure I know how to actually do this. So I really didn't think I was going to make any money. I thought it was just going to be like, hopefully I don't lose money. Like, I just hope <laughs> that enough people would buy stuff that I could like keep making sure that I like knew how to like run Facebook ads and build the website and all that like I literally was just like okay if I don't lose like $20 today that'd be great (laughs) I really do feel that but I don't make anything I'm just bad with money sometimes (laughs) um what has been your favorite color to use you said blue was your favorite color do you like making blue sets or are you more like you know, baby pink and yellow. Yeah, I mean, so I'm kind of spoiled in the way that I will just make whatever custom set I really want to do. Um, you know, because I'm tie dyeing all day, I earned it. Correct. So <laughs> I I made this one that was so cute. It's like a baby pink and lavender, and I know it's very not something I would typically like go for, but I really really like that. Um, lavender is our most popular color, which I did not expect. Um, but it's really cute. I mean, it's definitely unique. Um, so I like that one. But yeah, I mean, our blue is like very pretty. It's probably the one that I wear the most, but I think my favorite would be like the pink and lavender. The pink is a really nice pink. So is the blue. (laughs) I was like stalking your Instagram this morning before we started. And I'm like, oh my God. This is beautiful. I want everything. But I don't feel like tie-dye looks, like, that good on me because it's, like, it's a trend, but, like, you got to look good with the trend, you know what I mean? And I don't really look good in tie-dye. I have, like, one tie-dye shirt, and it's, like, bright colors because I got it at the thrift store. Yeah, no, it's definitely, like, hard to find one that you're, like, okay, this is wearable. Like, we have one color that's, um, we call it, like, peachy nude, and it's so neutral. It's, like, probably the one that I wear, like, out-out the most. Um, I really like that tank top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The tank top is, like, really wearable, too, because, like, you can wear it as, like, a set, mm-hmm. or you can wear it as, like, black jeans, blue yeah. jeans, shorts, like, literally anything you put your mind to. I mean, like, that's close, but, like, you're able to do so much with it. So we just started embroidering, um, like, the tank tops and the sweatshirts, and it looks so cute. Like, um... Girls have been getting, like, their names on the front, and I think it looks adorable. Like, imagine wearing that. I'm going to make my own this week, but imagine wearing that, like, to, like, go out with your friends, and then you have, like, your cute little tank top with your name on the front in a cool font. I don't know. (laughs) No, I thought it was so cute, like, especially the font, too. Like, I hadn't really seen anyone, like, embroider with that, like, using that font, so I thought it was very unique to choose that. 
I know. I think I think it's just like my vision, you know. Like I just <laughs> want someone to do it and tell me how great it is. Imagine if somebody like got it for like a whole birthday party group. Right. That would be cool. <laughs> like <laughs> oh my god, a bridal like a bachelorette party. I think it would be so cute. Ooh. Wow, I'm visioning this with you. Beautiful. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's my vision. I'm working on it. <laughs> Is there like a specific moment, I guess, that inspired you to start um, your your shop, really? Yeah. I mean, like I said, my internship is very corporate, which is obviously so good for me because I'm a bit more like creative minded and like I love, you know, like brand creation and the brand is already created for me in the internship. So I didn't really have any of that there. So I, you know, I wanted some more creativity and just like artistic stuff that I could do. Um, You know, I don't run an Instagram for this company, (laughs) so I missed doing that. Um, I used to run like my sorority's Instagram and all our social media. So I missed doing that. And, um, you know, I just needed like that creative outlet because I was getting so just like, like corporate. Yeah, mundane (laughs) and lame. Yeah, I mean, I like I love I love my internship. I'm so lucky to have it all that. Um, But I just like needed some sort of like creative outlet other than that. Absolutely. Like, I think Sierra and I can, like, relate to that completely, as you can probably tell with the podcast. <laughs> like, it's it's always nice to have something, I guess, on the side that you're doing, in addition mm-hmm. to, like, your nine to five, whatnot, your, like, your full-time job, really, just to, I guess, yeah, like, keep your mind fresh, you know? Yes, exactly. I totally agree. Sorry, Sierra, go ahead. We always Sorry. interrupt each other. <laughs> Would you have any, like, tips for our listeners to be able to implement in their lives with being able to balance like the corporate loving the corporate lifestyle but loving the artistic values of their mind yeah I mean um I guess like advice you think um, yeah so I don't know I mean I guess for me it happened kind of in a weird way just because I was messing around on my computer and made a website um <laughs> That's the best story, honestly. (laughs) So, I mean, if you are, I, okay, here's basically what I, why I ended up. Um, So I wanted to do a bunch of those certification courses and I'm sure you've seen those. And I was like, oh, this would be such a good idea for quarantine. Um, And then I was like, okay, well, I've been doing this for the past like three, four years at school. Um, It would be kind of ridiculous for me to pay $50 for them to tell me I can do what I've been learning at school. So, um, but they have a ton of free ones too, that you should check out if you're interested in that. Um, but maybe don't pay for it. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, why don't I just spend that money I would spend like on those courses to like actually like build a website and actually like have something to show for what I've learned. Um, so I think it's kind of like spending your money wisely in ways that you'll be able to grow. So if for you having that certification is going to be like, super beneficial then do it but if for you it's going to be better for especially like in the creative world sometimes having like a website or a portfolio is exactly what they want like when you're looking for an internship or a job um so I think just creating that when you have the time to do it would be like my best advice um and then like in terms of starting like a small business or something that you'd be interested in I would say just see like what you're already doing. So for me, I was already tie-dyeing and I already was just like very into fashion and 
clothes and shopping. And so I already knew that I liked that. Um, and I already knew that I really, really liked Instagram and creating like an Instagram, you know, Instagram brand as they call it. So I think just see what you're doing. Like, for example, if you're really into fitness, then maybe you should look into, I don't know, fitness clothing, or maybe you have a really great workout that you do. And maybe it's creating like an online workout system. Um, I think it can be tied into a lot of different things, but just go with what you're already doing that you're already good at instead of being like, oh, well, I've never tie-dyed before, so I'll just start a tie-dye company. Right. It's like going with what you know. So that's, yeah, like using the skills you've already kind of acquired Mm -hmm. to be able to develop something greater. Like why make it hard? Literally. Literally for what? Like why make it even harder on yourself than being alive already is, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Exactly. Like, just make make it easy for yourself. Like, do stuff that you actually really like because it's going to be a pain if you're doing something that you're like, oh, I don't actually like this. That's true, too. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be spending so much time on it as well, right? If you actually want it to be, like, successful and um, have something come out of it, you definitely have to put, like, time and effort into it, Um, which, like, you, you can totally see, like, what you've done with it, Shelby, like, absolutely. But you can tell there's a lot of hard work behind all of that thanks yeah I mean I think it's a lot it's a lot of work it's a lot of hours of just like being on your computer and like I definitely am really hard on myself too like um I've obviously never owned a business before I'm 21 um and so for me if like one day doesn't do as well as the day before had like I can be really hard on myself and I can be really critical of like well, like, what did I do wrong today? And sometimes it's like, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything different. It's just like today wasn't as good as yesterday, you know? Um, So I think that's like a huge struggle that people don't really think about before they start a business. Um, And it's just like, you want to be doing as well as you possibly can. And if it's not going as well as you want it to be, sometimes that can be really difficult. What are maybe some of the other challenges I guess you face with starting a small business and how have you kind of come out of those, I guess? Yeah, um, I am not great with budgeting (laughs) in my personal life, in business. It's always going to probably be a struggle for me um, because I'm just like not a numbers person. As I've said, I'm more of a creative. I am not studying any sort of business degree. Um it's more communication and, you know, like more digital media. So, um, for me, like making a budget was probably the worst and like most difficult part because I literally had to put like room in my budget just in case, like, Oh, in case I come up with like a random idea that I want to execute that, like, (laughs) I'd have to have that extra money set aside for that. Um, and it was like more of the technical part too, of like shipping and receiving, like, that was something that I didn't really, really uh, jump on. And um, yeah, like the tie-dyeing, the marketing, all that is so, so fun. But I think the challenge would be like any of the finances and then also um, like actual like shipping and like packing orders and all of that. How has that been, I guess, with shipping right now? Because I know at least I'm from Canada, but um, I know for Canada Post, like our mailing system, there's been like a lawsuit. Um put like against them now because everything's been so delayed have you had like too many issues with shipping I guess because of the pandemic yeah I mean 
for the most part, it's totally fine and like everything works out. <laughs> but yeah, no, shipping has definitely just been kind of a pain. Um, we off we do free shipping for um, U.S. customers, so um, like I fully foot the bill on that. Mostly because like I first of all I hate paying for shipping when I'm shopping. Um, and second of all, <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> second of all, I'm like, I said something about this like a while ago, but if like a shirt is like $20 and I have to pay an additional $7 for to get it to me, like that's insane. I'm not doing that. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So first, because I hate paying for shipping and second, because shipping is really unpredictable right now. And so for me, it's like, I would feel so bad if I asked a customer to pay like an extra $5 to get it to them. And then it took longer than they wanted it to or any of that. So I pay for shipping. Um, and typically I'll ship it priority if like, say we're working on a ton of orders and I can't get it out until like a week or two, then I'm going to pay for priority shipping. So it arrives in like two to three days. Oh, um, wow. That's like, yeah, no, but that's great. Like to hear you say that, like, that's a lot of commitment and everything. Um, and dedication in a way, just because, you know, not everyone would ship out things with priority because it can definitely be more expensive I know um so it's really like nice of you to take that step and not ask um your customers to pay for that yeah I mean I do a little bit too much online shopping and so for me it was a very like important part of Lulu <laughs> again with the aspect of like if you're not gonna do it then why have other people do it it's it's really nice to see that you took the time to get all aspects of your company, something that you literally just want to portray because you don't see it somewhere else. I think it's really nice that you that you don't that you pay for shipping personally. Very nice of you. I hate shipping. I hate online shopping, mm-hmm. so I understand shipping sucks. So does Daniela cuz she lives in Canada and it takes 17 years to get anything across the border. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Yeah, I've had Canadian um, customers order, and every time I've just been like, okay, I need to get this out ASAP because it's going to take another 20 days once I ship it to get through. <laughs> oh my God, that's so much. <laughs> I bet it a week, but it feels like 20 days. Literally. Well, as we gear towards wrapping up this episode, um, we kind of uh, like to ask like one last, like bigger question to kind of gather our thoughts into what you know success is and what Mm -hmm. we want to portray to other people um so what do you want our audience our listeners to take away from this episode yeah I mean I think to take away you guys obviously started this um during quarantine which is so exciting um and so I think it's like picking out what you want to take out of quarantine um or just out of this time period in our lives so whether after this is all maybe back to normal who knows what it'll look like um kind of like reflecting on okay well I really liked this one part of what I was doing during that time so like I should bring that um or like I for me it's like I really like that I've been doing lootly during this time and I think that's been like a really rewarding part for me so I want to make sure that I'm bringing um that you know with me out of out of this time period so I think reflecting on what you've really enjoyed and you know leaving the stuff that you didn't like like for me I've really really missed social interaction so once this is over I will never say no to hanging out with my friends 
um, I will always be there and I'm always going to have so much fun with them. So, or maybe for you, you realize like, oh, you know, I actually really like alone time. So maybe that's booking more alone time for yourself. Um, like whatever for you has been the most rewarding part. I think that's kind of what direction you should head. That's definitely like a really good message and everything, especially as things are starting to kind of open up. Mm-hmm. Or trying to open up per se, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> yeah, but kind of yeah, what you want to take out of this and like reflect on how you want to move forward, and yeah, that's a great message. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been so fun. Of course. And the last thing we'll ask from you is, um, do you have? You can of course shout out your shop, but do you have mm-hmm. any? Um, small or local businesses that you really love or any ethical or sustainable product that you'd like to give a shout out to? Yes. Um, there's this one makeup or like, I guess, skincare brand. It's, um, let me find the exact name. Okay. It's dips by Dre. It's vegan skincare. Um, it's really, really cool. They do like scrubs and different like lip glosses. Um, but I really like they're made in Florida. It's like female owned, um oh wow yeah. that's it awesome but it's all vegan too which I think is exciting and important right now definitely um, yeah and they do like lip serum they have everything uh and their Instagram's also just so pretty and bright colors um <laughs> but it's called dips by dre d-i-p-s and then by and then d-r-e-a so you should check them out we will definitely link that below and we will for sure um, shout it out on our Instagram. Um, did you want to add your socials uh, to your shop or to anybody who would like to contact you to, you know, tell you that you were just such an amazing inspiration to them? Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, so our shop is shoplutely. Um, that's like our Instagram handle, S-H-O-P-L-U-T-E-L-Y. It's just absolutely without the abso. Um, and then also our website is just shoplutely.com. Uh, you can email me, DM me, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear from anyone who has questions or comments or wants to place an order. Mm-hmm.